last 18 years, specifically coaching. I have worked with so many business, thousands and thousands of business owners. Um, everywhere from brand new business owners learning how to do things. These days I tend to work with extremely experienced, high revenue business owners. And many, 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 many. I also work with caring people. I work with people who are heart-centered, who have passion, who care. And most of my clients might say, or at some point say, it's not about the money. Listen, at, at one point I said, it's not about the money. And I'll never forget, Christina Merkley said, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> and let me tell you why yesterday I posted something about some business owner who was like, run your business in the feminine without, you know, stop using your head. And I just want to fucking scream. Getting to do work we love that feels good is a luxury. I get that a lot of people are trying to figure out, all right, you're, that's the problem you're solving. You're trying to figure out what can I do that feels good, that I'm, I'm, I'm enjoy in, do, in doing. And in the pursuit of that, finding joy and finding your gifts and being in flow state, a lot of us quit looking at economic objectives for our business. And here's why that's a problem. Especially as you get older and especially as you have limited physical, mental, emotional capacity, That is, there, there's two whys to a business. There, yes, the luxury of finding the feel good. And some of you, most of my clients have found the feel good. You love what you do. But your number, and you're making money, and you're making profit, but you're in attention to the, um, to the, um, Business economic objectives, because it's not as sexy or because it's not as flowy or because sometimes we weren't taught or we are intimidated by or we don't want to be accused of being all about the money. And God knows, like there's all kinds of online marketing that is so money centric. And... I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully. When we know our, listen, economic objectives doesn't just mean financial objectives. But if I know, I'm, I'll use my business as an example right now. I am selling only one-on-one -on -one coaching and my book. And I am selling only one-on-one -on -one coaching to a very specific kind of client who has specific needs, behaviors, and issues. And I have a very specific Holy Grail solution for those people. 
It doesn't make anybody who's not in that wrong. But many of us caring people want to bring everybody along with us. We don't want to leave anybody behind. My book has a more broad audience. Let's say my economic objective is to have 10 one-on-one clients and my economic objective is to hit the thousand book mark on selling my book by the end of this year. Okay. Um, I can do the math of my 10 one-on-one clients and that I can adjust that and make sure it fits with my personal expenses and my business expenses, right? And make sure the allocations in my business support both my personal needs and my business needs. So there's that math equation. And if that lines up, then the the business objective can be work with 10 one-on-one clients between now and, you know, enroll 10 on 10 clients and then you have a date, right? So frankly, my roster will be full by the end of next month. Have 10 one-on-one clients, and then we're going to sell a 1,000 books by the end of December 2023. What those two objectives do is help me get really clear on my business activities. And one of the things that I see business owners do is they follow the feel good in business activities that don't actually lead to a so that at all. But they're doing it because it's fun or they're doing it because they like that collaboration or because they're doing that because it fulfills an esteem thing. How do I know? Because I did this. I think that's why I get my panties in a wad about it. And, and I was already thinking about, you know, as I shift my business, I'm looking at, if I do my podcast, what's my so that? What business objective? Yes, it always, it, listen, it always feels good for me to talk. That's not, doesn't, that doesn't always meet a business objective. I have a need that's a personal need (laughs) and I've got to figure out where I can do that personally and where professionally can I use it to meet a business objective. Some of my business objectives are financial. Some of mine are in the number of books, the number of people I work with, and some of them are um, more like when I do this, I get energized. When you have and write down your top two to three business objectives, it doesn't mean that you can't have more more or less offerings, but when you write down those business objectives and then you start thinking about the activities you're going to do in your business, your marketing activities. So I'm going to use the podcast as an example. Every single month, I pay my podcasting host $20. Not a whole lot of money, but if you're a business owner, and I, I, I would bet on this, my people that say, oh, I don't spend very much on my business. If you have a website, um, especially a WordPress website, do you know how many recurring $20 expenses you have? How many apps are you paying for? How, like there are so many expenses 
that are small. We always remember, oh yeah, I paid $30,000 for coaching. You remember your glory expenses, but you do not remember your recurring tiny little expenses that add up to thousands of dollars. So I'm looking at my podcast. My podcast also costs me about $800 a month to pay for sound production. Do I have to have sound production? No. Do I want sound production? Yes, because if I'm going to do it, I want it to be good sound quality. And so I am looking at, do I want to spend, you know, $820 a month on this offering that is a free offering? And what is my so that? Is it so that I feel good about myself because 2,000 people listen to it every week? Is it so that people want to come and run up my work with me funnel? Right? I've got to figure out my so that. And when I was doing this one to many, many business, I could put my net way out. And I see people doing that. And you know what it costs you? It costs you money and it costs you energy. And it costs you your right clients. I know, it's taken me 20 years to, to see this. It's taken me 20 years to see this. Your ideal client is not like a woman in her 40. Your ideal client is so effing specific. So right now, let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm actually having a conversation with you that I've had with a couple of my clients, that I've had with myself. And My marketing, if I continue my podcast, I will be speaking to my current four clients. Everybody else can listen, but I will be speaking directly to their unique way of being in the world. Otherwise, I'm just speaking out here. And what does that do? So that what? So that I inspire people? Part of me likes to inspire people, but I, but that requires energy and doesn't make me any money back. And the reason it needs to make money is, now listen, this is the other thing. Your business can be profitable without, like a lot of times we want to increase our revenue so that we make more money. We're not driven by money, but we have needs. And if you are of a certain age, I guarantee your health needs are going up. <laughs> You think, oh, no, I don't have to do all this stuff for my kids anymore. And now it's like, okay, your kids are out of the house. And now all of a sudden your health bills start going up, right? Your needs, the amount of vitamin supplements and things you do to make your life better. All these little luxuries add up. Our expenses don't go down. Then inflation. So, yeah, we got to make more money. And so more money is not always about big swinging dick money. Um, It's not always about ego. It's about like... Well, I want to be able to, if I ever have to move into a senior care center, I want to be able to choose what that is. I want to, you know, all these, all these things. And we're all saying, oh, the money doesn't matter. The money is not your goodness or badness, but it's a math equation to help you um, make choices. And when you can make choices to make, so making choices gives you peace and freedom. So, We need to let it be about money so that we can choose behaviors, and I'm going to say this efficiently. I'm not saying at the expense of feel good, but you can feel good yourself into burnout and brokenness all day long. 
So yes, especially those of you who have solved the feel good problem, you know that when you're in your service, you're doing the work of your dreams. But now you're over here running around doing these side projects, A, because you can, I get it. I love the so that because you can, but how, what is the so that you can costing you? Is it confusing you? Is it costing time, money, and energy? And is there any payoff? Otherwise, you're spending energy doing something. So I, I don't know about my podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm deciding to, whether or not to continue it. My original was, my original was so that I could get my message out so that I could be popular. And if I had thousands of listeners, then it would be easy to get clients. Well, here's the thing. If I get my 10 clients, I have a wait list until next year in May. So I don't need a podcast to create clients. I don't create clients through my podcast. I think in seven years, I've had one person tell me they hired me because of a podcast episode. So why am I spending time and money blabbing into this microphone and paying somebody to produce it and then publishing it on the web just to hang out, you know, right? Like, what's this so that? And nothing is bad or good, but is it serving either your personal mission, your legacy, or your economic objectives? And if you're tired, I guarantee you've been putting time, money, and energy if you're tired or in scarcity, you're putting, or in anxiety, you're probably putting time, money, and energy into something that doesn't meet your economic objectives, but it fulfills your insecurity buckets. I've done it. That's how I know. That's how I can see it. And again, I'm not making you wrong, okay? We all, because you're human, I just wanted to share this little bit with you. Figure out what your economic objectives are. Figure out what your personal mission is, your personal mission. And listen, you can have two parts to every mission. You can have, you know, I have some personal soul things that are important. And there's a reason I have a bit, y'all, I have a business to make money. This is not a hobby for me. People ask me all the time, how did you make it? I wrote a post this morning because I'm in a reflective stage as I transition into the maturity of my business. Not only am I closing down arms of my entire company, I'm figuring out with real precise choice what I'm available for and what I'm not available for. And at some point, spinning around the room and throwing spaghetti at the wall is beneath us. And I don't mean that with shame. I just mean we are too experienced. We know ourselves enough. I get it when you're young and starting out in growth. But if you're in an achievement phase and you are tired, it's because you're ignoring what you don't, what you actually really know. And the moment I knew, I created Solis. And what Solis ended up being was a networking community. I was being paid to inspire and facilitate a networking community. And that was never the mission or vision. And the thing that I wanted to help people with got lost. My clients weren't wrong. I set something up and what I set up did not fulfill. It met financial objectives, but it did not fill 
energizing objectives. It did not fill the purpose and mission to get a very specific work to a very specific kind of person. So I had to close it down and I'll be damned if my people have not just run straight to me and said, I need your coaching. Never has enrolling clients been so easy when I stop doing things that feel good, kind of, they feel popular, but they're not fulfilling the very specific why so that. I'll share the last one with you that really is a part. There's a lot of things that have come in to help me get really, really clear on this. And listen, this may be really easy for people who don't feel a lot. Those of us who are empathetic, those of us who take on the wounds of the world, those of us whose nervous systems are a little hypervigilant and so we feel everything, we are going to have issues. We are going to have, it's both a strength and a hindrance to care about everybody. I am not an ideal client for high heel shoemakers. And if they spent money and time and energy marking to me, they're going to waste because they want me to like them. Hmm. So, personal mission and personal financial objectives. Professional mission and professional economic objectives. Right. If you if you don't want to think about it, money think about it as economic, and an economic objective is not. I'm going to go back to what I said before. It's not making a certain amount of money. My economic objective is ten one on one clients, and I have a rate, and that's how much fits in my calendar, and that meets my financial goals, and then X Y Z number of books. And honestly, I haven't even done the math. There is, I haven't, the math of the book doesn't matter to me. The, the book number is an impact goal, but I have an impact economic advantage that has a number to it and a deadline. And what those things do is help guide, what am I going to do this week? After I do my feel good in the morning, what behaviors in my connecting, in my marketing are going to draw people to those objectives, period. And guess what that leaves me? That leaves me with time to go ride horses. That leaves me with energy to be really present with my friends. That leaves me with energy to manage children. I don't have children, but right? 